Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new. What's up, guys? This is Jake Carlisle, and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains. When you're 60 years old, 70 years old, and you don't have all this opportunity of time in front of you to chase your dreams, do whatever it is that you want to do, you're going to regret it if you did nothing when you're older, if there's something that you really wanted to do. So is it worth it to sit around and do nothing or is something distracting you or does it feel too difficult right now? Or maybe you feel like you have too many things going on. Um, it's a good way to motivate yourself to make time for the stuff that you really want to do. Cause personally, before I got into all of the stuff that we're doing, that was my motivation. It was, I don't care if I fail at all of this stuff, capital management firm, investing, going into e-commerce, whatever it is, I would be more mad at myself when I'm older for not doing it at all, because then I never know. Then I'm left with that thought in my head of, I, I'll never know if I would have worked out. And even if you have started what you want to do, make sure you put as much effort as possible into it that you can. I understand a lot of us are younger. College students have work, have busy schedules, whatever the case may be. But if you are started your business or in a startup phase or even like a pre-LLC phase, like our literally our capital management firm right now, and you're not doing as much as you can, that might even leave a more sour taste in your mouth to know that, wow, I even started this, but I didn't do enough that I know I could have done. And it's like, wow, it could have worked out. And it's now you're in a position where you've wasted time and failed. Yep. Well, that and the time that you are not putting your full effort or full focus into it um, is the time where the guy across the street who has the same dreams is putting his full focus and full effort into it. And he's going to beat the crap out of you in two years when you just launch your place, but he's two years in. Is this, honestly, is this okay to mention? Edit out of it's not. But you had just mentioned to me, I didn't know this. Chad didn't finish high school. Nope. Chad's working with you right now doing, I would say Chad's doing pretty fucking good right now. Chad's grinding his ass off, doing what he has to do, making money. He's got a bunch of houses under contract with you guys. And I bet you back in high school or college ages, everyone made fun of Chad for not finishing high school and wrote him off as a dumbass. And that's no shot at Chad at all. That's other people making fun of him. And I bet you those same people got way too comfortable with themselves and became arrogant and thought that because they've done the stereotypical things that everyone else has done, graduating with good grades, all that stuff, that somehow miraculously they're going to end up in a position where they're making the money they want to make or doing what they want to do. Well, Chad's out here being, like we said before, not to be corny, Chad's being the man in the arena, going through it, making sure he puts in the work to does like get where he needs to be. And I bet you all of those people that are making fun of him would feel so shitty about themselves if they were to walk up to Chad today, and especially Chad in two, three, four, five years, when he's making more money than probably most of them, 
is a higher net worth than most of them. And this isn't all about money. I'm just using these as examples because this is what the people making fun of them probably expect. They're probably like, oh, this kid didn't graduate. He's not going to make any money. He's going to have a shit life. Yep. But that's all just to say, don't get comfortable because of any past accomplishments you've had. Yep. And it, you know, and don't, don't get discouraged if your past isn't perfect, mm -hmm. right? Chad didn't graduate high school. He got a GED, like, like people are going to write you off immediately. And like, I graduated, I don't know, top 15% of my class. Like it was okay. But you know, I, you know, went to Blinn, now I'm at A&M. Like I had a good upbringing, be college educated. Same with Zach, he can be college educated at a nice private school. Uh, we could take, you know, we both went to CrossFit games. Right. We were at the top, top level, top level when we were teenagers. Right. And you can ride that. I mean, I mean, you could ride it for a year or two. Right. And you could be like, oh, I was such a good CrossFit Games athlete back when I was 18. Yeah. Like, who cares now? Well, dude, now you're 23. Now what? Yeah. Right. Now what are you doing? And so, yeah. So, like, you know, you know, maybe we're not doing CrossFit anymore, but we're trying to be the best that we can be in the real estate space or the investing space or the, the capital management space, right? Like anything like that, we're trying to be the best and we're, we're the people in the arena and trying to trying to get it done while and most people are just being- That's what we were talking about too. Like the that kind of little spiel I just gave, like I've learned that from my own experience, not to say I've ever become arrogant and with like where I am or cocky. Using CrossFit as an example, I grew up in a gym since the age of nine. I started doing CrossFit when I was literally 11 years old, <laughs> ate healthy my entire life, have never touched soda. Like literally health was almost a given to me. I took it for granted. And over this last year and a half, two years, that's been an issue for me. I don't work out as hard as I used to. I don't make time for fitness as much as I used to. And obviously I realize this now, but probably a year ago, for some reason, even though it makes no logical sense, in my head, I thought I would always just be walking around with a six pack and healthy, regardless if I work out or not, because that's how it's been since I was 10 years old. Yeah. And that's just not the case. So like for everyone listening, like neither of us are perfect with our discipline or things like that. It's just making sure we do everything we can. And so like, for me, that's one of the things I'm trying to get back on is like the fitness grind. Cause I haven't been on it recently. And it, I, somebody showed me a video of myself when I was 17 the other day. And I was like, holy shit, I was way bigger, way stronger, way healthier. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, damn, what like a missed opportunity. If I was like that at 17, imagine if I could have stuck with it. And so now my goal is to make sure that I never have to think that again. Maybe I don't have the same fitness aspirations that I used to. And my aspirations have transferred elsewhere into our business and stuff like that. But I certainly don't want to be in a position now where I'm looking back and I'm sitting here like completely out of shape and just being like, what happened to me? Like, how did I let this happen? Yep. I mean, it, it just, it just goes back to the, you know, I honestly probably work out too much, but it goes back to just kind of trying to push myself every day and trying to get better every day. And I think it kind of rolls into your, your business life, your relationships, like it rolls into everything. Right. And so if your mind is clear, um, especially as entrepreneurs, um, and, and even young entrepreneurs, I know, I just like, I don't know really Jack. I don't know Jack about nothing. Right. Yeah. And so 
I'm constantly stressed, probably have more, more stress than I should. And I'm constantly worried about, you know, you know, everything that, it, that I have now is instant. I open my phone, somebody's texting me or a Facebook or Instagram or a Snapchat is instant, instant, instant. This instant. podcast, I get out of work today. Jake texts me, free to do a podcast, boom, done, there. Like, yep. And then, so now we're going into businesses that, you know, we're not going to see realistically anything crazy for years, right? <laughs> like we can see a little bit in some six months, right? Maybe and a year. Not to interrupt, but like really quickly, we aren't even, we're, there's no guarantee. Right. Like we have, we're setting ourselves up to have the highest chance possible of success. Correct. But as every hour of work you're doing is increasing your percent chance of success in the future by literally 0.001%. Yep. You just have to sack the wins daily. I mean, it, it really is. It's, and it, it kind of makes like right now, I feel so far behind. Really, I'm not behind, you know, for my age, but I'm looking at people who are 40. I'm like, holy crap, like they're, they're killing it. And, uh, you know, it's hard because we live such a, such an instantaneous world. And, you know, realistically, like my uncle, it took him 23 years to build to a $1 billion company. 23 years. I'm not even 23. I'm 20. I haven't been alive that long. Yeah. Um, and so I can't, I can't look at it and be like, oh, I've only been flipping houses for seven months or investing for a year and a half and expect anything. Like if you're expecting to get something in that fast, you're just gonna you're just gonna discourage yourself. So you have to understand it's gonna take a while, but success compounds. Just yeah. remember that. Last two things I'll throw in there. Um, understanding that anything worth working for takes a long time. Make sure that along the way you're able to see not necessarily success, but a glimpse of it or a taste of it. Correct. Like with you guys flipping houses. Yeah, you're not at your goal, but every time you sell a house, I'm sure that motivates you to say, that's one more in the bank. That's one more. Like you're still building every time because it is frustrating to work for months on something. And like we said, it takes decades, but even when you're working something on something for months and you're working hard and you're not used to not having some sort of instant gratification, like a lot of people in our generation are not used to having to wait for gratification. Yeah. Um, make sure you have, doesn't have to be anything big. Like I know for myself, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example it could, for fitness. Say sometimes it's nice. Take a picture of yourself when you first start six months later, look at yourself and be like, Oh, I actually did something. Cause this is actually a great example. When you look in the mirror every single day, you don't notice a difference because yep. you're so used to seeing yourself. This is the same thing with any type of work you do. But when you look back six months and say, damn, I'm not where I want to be, but look how far I've come. Yep. That's a good way to keep yourself motivated. And the other thing I was going to say actually is to do with trading. Um, this, this extreme like popularization of short-term day trading, swing trading, crypto trading has really, I think, skewed a lot of younger investors' minds and like thinking that even when they're successful with one of their swing trades, say you were to have swing, swung trade Apple. Apple dropped to $103 after they announced the split from highs of like 135. And so you, you, you did a great job. You bought in, you have an average of say 105, and then you sell at 120. Not even thinking about the fact that 
there's a lot more value in that company to be had and made up for. But you're so used to being rewarded quickly that you're like, I'm up what? What is that? Like? I didn't even think of the numbers in my head. I forget. But what do you, I'm up 10%. Like, this is great. So I think the moral of that is to make sure you reflect and look at what you have, whether it's a business, a stock that you invest in or something, to, and decide to hold on to it long term if it's worth it. Because yeah. if you don't hold on long term, you're going to miss out on a lot and just settle for something smaller. Yep. And, and uh, you know, I think what you said about uh, seeing glimpses of success, you know, as you go, like, obviously, you know, if I say I want to do 750 grand of profit next year, um, you know, I'm not going to be miserable until we get that right. Like if we go sell a house for a hundred grand, like, or make a hundred grand, sorry. If we go make a hundred grand, like if you put that into perspective, I think, isn't the median income for the United 55. States, like it's 55. That'd okay? be lower than that now. So I just made double the median income for a, a U.S. Uh, taxpayer in one flip in three to four months, right? And so, you know, hundred grand in the grand scheme of things isn't that much money, um, you know, with the with the levels that we're thinking. But a hundred grand to someone from my town that has lived there their whole lives is an insane amount of money, life changing amount of money. And so you have to kind of keep it in in uh, in perspective and really just be grateful for what what we what we're doing what we can do yeah. right there's an insane amount of risk with what i do but i'm also incredibly grateful that i get to do what i do that i lied literally my last thing i promise um you good that when you that hundred grand you're talking about how i think when you're making decisions for a business that perspective of how a hundred grand would have seemed to you when you first started is very important for moving forward to avoid being greedy because, and I think it allows you to make more logical decisions. Like for me, for example, um, say I, my account, my stock account has reached a hundred thousand dollars. That's my goal for August next year. Right. And so, and then at say for some reason I get to a point where it's liquidated and like I have a hundred grand cash. I want to make sure that what I'm doing with the hundred grand is through the eyes of myself who has never seen a hundred grand in front of them before. Because if I don't remember that, I'm probably going to be more willy nilly with how I dish it out into places and just maybe go after things that are a symptom of greed or something like that. Just always remember to yourself, stay one, like just stay humble kind of is the message, but just like, if you are going to, if Remember how you started so that way you can continue to move forward and not go off the path that you wanted. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, you know, like we started out with goals of a hundred grand in, in profit. Well, even revenue. I said a hundred grand in revenue this year. And, you know, as we speak, I've done, let's see, 56 plus 35. So I've done 90 grand in revenue so far. And that's two of our flips that have sold. And, um, we have three more listed currently, and we have one more in the pipeline. And then we're also working on a multi-million dollar mobile home park deal at the same time. And so, you know, there's potential for hundreds of thousands of, re of revenue, right? I'm like, I'm already looking at close to 200 grand profit and probably four to $500,000 revenue. And, you know, those are 
kind of insane numbers to me. Like part of me thinks, oh, that's not enough. Um, this is me trying to be better. And the, you know, the other part of me is like, like my dad worked for 20 years as an engineer at Shell and made, I don't know, 150 grand a year, right? Worked 60 hours a week. And that's what he made. He had to get up and work eight hours a day, nine hours a day for 20 years. And I make it in eight months flipping a house. Like you gotta be grateful. Um, yeah, we're also being- to our families and parents for doing all of that. So we're in this position today to be able to do what we're doing right now. Yep. Yep. You just not for my parents. I would be doing what they're doing to try and set this foundation up for the next generation of my family. Yep. And it's, you know, it's, it's just kind of like my, my girlfriend's parents, like, you know, it's super selfless. They, they honestly sacrificed everything for, for themselves to, um, help their daughters go to vet school and medical school, right? They, like they saved up everything to push them to have an amazing life. Right. And so that's, that's also what drives me to, um, for my future family or, you know, whatever. Um, so you gotta be grateful, but then not satisfied at the same time. Proud, but never satisfied is kind of what I like to call it. Mm -hmm. This kind of, this went from Jerome Powell to a mindset Wednesday. It's all good though. I think it's, I think it's practical. You know, it's not, it's not just screaming in your ear telling you to be better. It's, it's practical. I, I mean, to be honest, I didn't have too much to talk about in terms of the market anyways today. Yeah, no, I wasn't too I bad. about my stock and that's about it. Yeah, I think we kept it at 20, 25 minutes. I don't know where we're at, but- uh, That's pretty good. But we'll see. I liked it. It, uh, it definitely turned into something a little bit more valuable, I think. Yeah, definitely. You guys don't need to hear me talk about any market metrics or- Metrics <laughs> right now for your morning. We'll get we'll get Sam on here on back on here so we can talk smart smart stuff. <laughs> Dude, that that was a really good episode. I actually listened to it again. Really? Yeah, just to hear what Sam, just to like actually fully digest what Sam was saying. Yeah, he's a smart dude. I'm trying to think of who our next uh, guest is going to be. I'm trying to think. Um. I really, really should get my uncle on here and talk about his story because I, you know, I've heard bits and pieces, but um, I haven't heard haven't heard it all. And I, I I'd think, be down to shut up and listen for an episode. No kidding. I think everybody would would benefit from hearing his story um, because I know it wasn't easy and it didn't happen overnight. So hopefully, we can get him on the podcast here real soon. Um, I know he'll probably he might listen to this. So if you listen to this, uh, hit me up. Let's let's get you on here and tell your story. You got you got anything else? No, I'm good. Excited for the market tomorrow, just to see what happens with Palantir. If it goes up, I'm happy. If it goes down, I buy more. Regardless, I'm not selling anything. There we go. Well, um, I appreciate you guys. Thank you all for listening tonight. Um, I say tonight. It'll be six a.m. when this releases, but <laughs> it is ten o four p.m. on the night before it releases because we stayed late and didn't do this. But got it done. Nevertheless, if you had uh, got any value from this, please share it. Give us a value. Sorry, not give us a value. Give <laughs> us a review on Apple Podcasts um, and let us know what you think, right? Text me, uh, message Zach, text Chad, whatever. Let us know what you think. What do we do good? What do we do bad? Just let us know. And uh, if you have any recommendations, tell us that too. Anything and, you want us to talk about too. Yes, absolutely. 
And then, you know, even if you want to be a guest on the podcast, let us know how you can provide some value that way. Dude, that would and, be uh, cool to have a listener come on. Yeah, no kidding. And then we'll, we'll, uh, we can get with you and, and talk about what we can do for you. But thank you. Thank you guys for um, listening and uh, let's make some capital gains. See ya. 101 Fuck what they tump out. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.